the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yes, indeedy, I am. I'm the one that you're looking for. You just didn't know you were looking for me. <laughs> well, oh, here you. <laughs> That's right. Well, here you have found me, Andrea K. Hour two, hour dos, hour duh. That's the extent of my foreign language, <laughs> my foreign language abilities. Um, but I speak the the ultimate language of truth, at least how I see it. And I'm glad to have you guys here with me along with the ride. We're beginning two hours of the Andrea K. Show this week, and it's just a super, it's a true honor to get to share this time with you guys, right? To get to expand my time, to expand my fun with you guys, as well as my man DJ Potato Skins here. Um, got lots of great emails from you guys and topics and suggestions and guest suggestions. We're taking it all in and we're going to continue to do what we can to make the show better and better and better, even including more San Diegan stories for you guys. And so uh, keep the comments rolling. You can email me at andreakshow.com. Keep those comments rolling on social media. And you can also call us in the middle of the show. 888-344-1170. 888-344-1170. Um, great topics to get into tonight. Um, you know, we were talking, I think it was last night about there's, there's, it's interesting because there's this gaggle of dudes that got arrested supposedly, you know, in a kidnapping plot of Gretchen Whitmer, except the plot continues to thicken, right? As well as the FBI's role in this country and arrest of American citizens. We've got to give you some updates on that. We've got a crazy story out of crazy California here to share with you guys. Uh, we got that to get into. And, um, you know, DeSantis is doubling down on his anti-Disney. Uh, well, I don't want to say anti-Disney. His pro-America situation and his pro-kid position in Florida. So we've got updated news to give to you guys there. Before I go any further, i got to bring in my brother. It's DJ Potato Skins. Unanimous potato. That's the rare unanimous potato. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. Loving DeSantis, he's not, you know, and that's why he needs to run for president. He doesn't back down. Right. And, you know, who, who we are looking like we might possibly get, I, I think, I think unless we go full stupid, we're going to take back the House and the Senate. The problem is, is we've got to be paying attention to these primaries, because if we end up just continuing with the same leadership that we, we, we've got, you know, usually we've had Congress before. W- right. I mean, you know, look, we, you know, we wasted the first two years. We had Trump in the White House. We had control of the Senate. We it, it, and we had enough of a margin to get stuff done. There were excuses. We had 
um, the, you know, we had both houses of Congress, the House of Representatives and the Senate. And it, because of GOP leadership being as far left as, as in, in many cases, as I really could see no daylight between them and the Democrat Party, very little got done. And so now, uh, what was revealed in the Trump, what was revealed in the Trump years was, and, and had Trump, while we didn't get the, the deep state, right? And how the deep state was weaponized against the Americans, against the American citizens. And while the deep state still had a stranglehold on Washington and Trump had no idea when he got into Washington, none of us did the extent of the deep state. It was very difficult for a guy who went in without a large team because usually Republican presidents like George W. Bush and his dad, they go in there with the team and you know what? For everybody. Well, well, yeah, but not only that, they're all establishment people, right? It's just, it's just basically merry-go-round of the same people hopping on and off, right? So here comes this outsider into DC and he really needed to go in with some thousands of people behind him that were really MAGA. Instead, he goes in there around a bunch of swamp dwellers who may have had GOP on their name tag, but they really weren't, right? And so one of the things that he did reveal, though, was the extent of the deep state, the extent of which the United States of America was weaponized against the citizens. And unfortunately, one of the things we talked about in last hour, we talked about the Russian collusion hoax, and it looks like the, you know, it's more is being revealed about Hillary Clinton stuff that we, you know, we already knew that she was behind that, but it's becoming now, you know, validated with the investigations of Durham. And they tried um, to pin it on Trump. Right. They tried to, they tried to pin it on Trump, but, but that whole Russian collusion hoax kind of tied his hands from some things that he could do. At least he perceived that, right? He should have fired James Comey day one. He should have never, he should have not ever appointed Jeff Sessions. And when Sessions recused himself, he should have, he should have not have replaced Jeff Sessions at any point with, um, you know, um, Bill Barr, who's just a swamp dweller from from 41 years. And the bottom line is this, as I get into my top story tonight, um, we have an entrenched deep state that is far, that is top down and very wide. And I'm tired of hearing conservatives, even friends of mine saying it's just a few people at the top. I got sick of Sean Hannity talking about that, about three months in to the the Trump administration and the Trump White House. And I'm still hearing it from other people. Look, the FBI from the top to the bottom is stench filled. And when you look at what happened with, with this story, um, this, this Whitmer case where these buffoons got arrested and they were infiltrated and they were prodded on by the FBI. And as we reported last night from Julie Kelly, what that was all about was it was, it was supposed to be the October surprise. The FBI has about 20 guys infiltrate a group of about three to try to and feed them pot and you know beer all day long and not that everybody smokes pot as a pothead but these guys were basically a bunch of slugs sitting around smoking pot and drinking beer all day long probably paps brew live blue ribbon and don't come at me you paps people but that's that's the part of the country they were from right and so they get infiltrated and, you know, then they, then these guys, these guys would, you know, snaggletooth dudes would be willing to say anything for a paps and a, and a joint. Okay. So they then get arrested in October of 2020 and that was supposed to be the October surprise and we reported last night on the fact that that was just all about trying to you know, drag Trump and troll Trump um, before the election. We talked about that last night. Well, Julie Kelly is also reporting on another situation. She's the one who broke the news and, and, and on what happened there and realized that they arrested these guys in October, but then didn't charge it with anything until past the statute of limitations, by the way, which begs the question how they were even continued to be prosecuted. 
<coughs> so she's also now reporting today on uh, the some more on the January 6th defendants. And she's right. Um, she, she, you know, was very upset at one point in her tweets today and talking about how she's sick to death of hearing about Ukraine because we've got real prisoners of war of, of, uh, in, in the United States of America, political prisoners in this country who are being terrorized. Case in point, she says today, I would, and, and I would invite Julie Kelly on, but she's East Coast and, you know, and she's long in bed by the time, you know, the show airs. I will try not to swear with abandon as I explain what happened in a D.C. district court today. Ethan Nordine has been in jail for 14 months. He is not charged with any violent crime related to January 6th. He didn't assault anyone or carry a weapon. His only crime is being a proud boy, which is a group. Judge Timothy Kelly, a Trump appointee, has de- denied release for Nordine and other proud boys who are not charged with any crimes of violence. No, no, and this has been this has been fifteen months, fourteen months. So this judge, who was a Trump appointee, gave to as she calls it the the uh, abusive DOJ and vacated Nordine's May eighteenth trial date. You have a right in this country under the U.S. Constitution of a speedy trial, but they've slow walked this and they've dragged this. And this is not a, a, a somebody who's been uh, charged with a violent crime. He's been charged for a belief that he has. And he's been in jail for 14 months. The DOJ admits it doesn't have all of its evidence ready, even though it's been 15 months after the FBI started arresting Americans for January 6th. And the defendants didn't have any choice but to go along with, you know, um, uh, for the continuance, because they don't know what evidence the government might try to come forth against these people this is political persecution in the united states of america and i so i'm not going to apologize that i'm not sitting here hand-wringing all day long about what's happening in ukraine when my own country is behaving like some kind of communist uh, you know uh, you know outfit some kind of ussr outfit throwing people in the in in the bottom of the uh, of the jail and throwing away the key because of a political belief they have that's what's happening in the united states of america so i'm not going to sit here and talk about Zelensky all night every day i'm sorry for what's happening over there but we're losing this country you think about what's going on here at one point she tweets out um, that here is Matthew Graves, a Biden campaign advisor whose wife is a left-wing activist mocking their ongoing detention status. And of course, mocking the law. We have political prisoners in the United States of America. And I've already reported before that these political prisoners, some of them were denied medical care. We've got Islamic terrorists that killed Americans in Gitmo. With prayer rugs, halal meals, basketball courts, getting LASIK eye surgery done. But we're treating Americans as domestic terrorists for beliefs that they hold in this country. And I don't understand why there's not more in conservative media talking about this. Julie Kelly seems to be the only one even reporting on it. Have you heard anybody else or seen anybody else reporting on this? Yeah, I was just thinking to myself the same thing, all the different conservative hosts that I listen to, and it's never brought up. Right. And so, you know, I'm saddened when I see, you know, that what's what's happening and in the images. You go to Drudge Report and it's and gruesome images coming out of Ukraine. Well, let me tell you, if you actually care about the United States of America continuing to be the greatest force for good in, in, in the world since the history of its inception, led by U.S. military 
giving up their lives, what braving the streets and the beaches and the beachheads in uniform, then you will stop supporting the wokeness that is this country. And 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 wh- whoever, whether it is Trump in twenty, uh, it, it, I don't know. Do y'all think it's too late? I mean, can we save this country? Because we, we got three and a half, we got more more than three and a half years left of this Biden administration. Even if we take the House and both houses of Congress. I mean, I'm glad you brought that up, Andrea. You know, I try to remain hopeful each and every day as we bring the, these stories to our listeners. But you just hit the nail right on the head. We have three years left of this progressive nonsense communistic dictatorship with with the military getting woker by the moment if we had a military that it like that was like it was under trump i think we would be okay but it's not the same situation it was going weak under uh, going woke under trump because what had happened was obama had purged had purged all the real generals all the all the non-woke generals and and top brass from the military back in his administration yeah if if it was not woke i would say we have a decent chance but that was really our last hope yeah and uh, so um we who's gonna stand in the gap well, I think that we've got some time to turn things around, but we got to put some pressure on it. And, you know, we've got to I, I want to remain hopeful. What do you guys think? Do you think it's too late? Well, I think that we've got enough Americans out there. Do you think that do you think that we can turn things around? Do you think that do you do we even and do we even need the U.S. military to save us? Because the idea was in the United States of America that the U.S. military being nonpolitical, that if we ever had a, 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 a Washington, D.C. and a United States government that went communist on us, that went, you know, um, the, the way of Havana on us, that we would have a, a United States military that was apolitical that would stop that in its tracks. But without that, do you think that we've got enough United U.S. citizens um, that will that will defend this nation? Do you think we've got think enough of us left? are waking up. I really do. 888-344-1170. We're going to take a break. More on the other side. your post about Palm Springs now paying anyone who says they're transgender $900 a month. This is, this is so ridiculous. It's beyond my even, I can't even believe it. You know, if they want to play that game and spend my money paying transgender, I might as well pretend and say I'm transgender and at least collect the $900 a month and donate it to a good cause. This is absolutely ridiculous. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys with me. This is the second hour of the new Andrea Kay Show, the new AK Show, 888-344-1170. Um, before the break, we were talking about political prisoners being held by the United States of America. And then we played a caller calling in about um, the <laughs> I don't even know how to transition um, from political prisoners to those who are trying to transition genders. Maybe that's the way we'll we'll transition topics. Um, but, yeah, um, y- y'all hearing that caller might might be like if you're listening from another part of the country, be like, what? What was that caller talking about? 
that some city is going to be paying transgender people money just because there's trans they're transgender. It's absurd. It's not only absurd. It's real people. Y'all actually heard that. That's actually happening here in California in Palm Springs, by the way, um, an area that many people think is one of the more conservative parts of Southern California, although it's really not because they actually have they, they've elected into office uh, a, a mayor who is transgender. Um, that right now, it's like a full court press to use a sports analogy on transgenderism in this country and the push for transgenderism in, in, in this country. It is a battering ram in which they are seeking to use as part of their cultural Marxist movement to forever shred the threads, the fabric of American society, which is based on man, woman, male, female. And those two coming together in marriage and procreating and having children who then go on, who understand that they're being blessed by God and that they, they believe that they get their rights come from God. But, but from a scientific standpoint, understanding that there is male and there is female, right? And that only those two can come together and procreate and have a child, right? That is being shredded and being completely torn apart. Basically, the the fabric of America is. And they have used transgenderism and they've put it on steroids as a way uh, to change the, 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 this culture and the country. And they're pray- And the sickening part of it is the way that they're preying on children to do it. I was just going to say the same thing. And it, that's what they're aiming for. They're absolutely aiming for that. And um, I, I think DC Drano tweeted out today, um, you know, the, and these are people that are actually thinking that, and trying to tell you that three-year-olds and four-year-olds who, you know, you, who, who are not allowed to even decide, you let a three-year-old decide what they're going to eat and it, it is going to be Pop-Tarts all day. Right? You know, we, we don't let we don't let children make the most basic decisions in their life. No, the the man and the wife make the decision. Right. Uh, you, you know, you're you, you know, I think it was D.C. Drano who said this is this is the insanity going on in the left. Right. Nineteen year olds shouldn't have shouldn't be held accountable for for loans that they took out to pay for school. But four year olds get to get to decide that their gender isn't right and they should be put on body mutilating puberty blockers, right? That's the insanity of this country. Look, they know that's the reason why they've got to prey upon children is because they know that 90 something percent of the time when a child is allowed to go through puberty, that they no longer fantasize about or, or think that they were a boy trapped in a girl's body or think that they were really a cat or a dog like one of my nieces did thought when she was three or four, she thought she was a cat. Okay. So there is a push right now in this country, and, and it's on steroids right now going into the midterms, because what the left knows with this push for transgenderism, what they know is that once they get a foot in the door, once they get that crack in there, right, then it's here to stay permanently. And so it is a shock and awe to push transgenderism across this country. And one of the one of the left's greatest tactics to push an agenda item is through using the use of taxpayers' money. Case in point is Palm Springs. I love Palm Springs. I used to uh, so much, but now it's like I'm not sure I'm even going to want to, you know, drive over there. Um, they have decided that they are going to pay, and this is passed. I think this is passed their uh, Palm Springs City Council that um, that transgender residents in Palm Springs are going to receive a universal income of up to nine hundred dollars a month for identifying as transgender or non-binary, no strings attached. 
And there's also that just that that starting of that universal income that eventually they want for everybody. Oh, exactly. So it's a twofer here because it's not just it's it's about but but see it, it it's a twofer in the sense that it's pushing transgenderism, but it's also pushing the notion of universal basic income, and both of which are really Marxism under the guise of it, that's why it's called cultural Marxism because it's communist using society and its culture as a way to strip apart the, its foundations and rebuild it under the the Marxist system. And of course, they had to remove God from society first because you had to make us a godless society to believe that uh, that a man could cut off, Jack could cut off his beanstalk and now be Jill. That's not science. But I don't even think, I, I don't think that you even, I, I don't even know how you have to qualify. I quipped to some friends today and I think that's what the caller was alluding to. Hey, you know what? I, I You know, how about I call myself Jack and get this $900 a month? Right. And I think that caller said she would donate it. I would donate it to myself. Right. I mean, you know, why not? This isn't legitimate. Are there people that actually think that like, uh, you know, Caitlyn Jenner? Yeah. But you know what? You know, uh, you know, I'm not here to judge. But the reality is and I've done studies on transgenderism and the surgeries and the, and, 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 and the fact that they're permanent and, and the large percentage of them down the road who regret it, who were just as miserable, if not more down the road, because it didn't solve the problem that they had. This doesn't benefit anybody, particularly a five-year-old. This doesn't, this does not benefit little children who are fantasizing that they're a caterpillar. What this does is this benefits the Marxist in society. And oh, by the way, on top of it, it's fundamentally discriminatory. You're going to give somebody who decides that, you know, he, he wants to live his life as, as a woman now, suddenly just for that reason alone, somebody's going to get $900 a month paid for by fellow taxpayers. How is that legal? First of all, so that one, I actually posted this story on Facebook earlier and one of the guys was like, you know what? I'm kind of strapped for cash right now. I'm like, well, dude, put, put on a wig, but you might have to shave. Although that may not even necessarily be, be required, right? Um, I think they've earmarked, I think it's just as of right now, it's a, it's $200,000 that's been set aside. It's a pilot program, um, it was, um, allocated. It was a unanimous vote by the Palm Springs That's city scary. council. Yeah. Now the mayor who actually is, um, a, a biologic, I don't, I, I, I don't know how these terms are. I don't know if, if this mayor is biological man, Palm Springs mayor, Lisa Middleton, who is transgender. So I'm, I'm assuming that was, that's a man, right? Who's calling himself Lisa. Well, Palm Springs mayor, Lisa, um, actually said that she, he had reservations. Cause yeah, just cause you, just cause you, you hack off a beanstalk and call yourself Lisa doesn't mean you're, you're a woman. Doesn't, doesn't mean you're, no, it doesn't change. It doesn't change. Um, now typically, like, well, like when I interviewed Caitlyn Jenner, I was respectful. You know, I'll be respectful. You were very respectful. I can be nice to you, but that doesn't mean I'm going to validate every choice that you make in life. I don't have to. I'm not obligated to. And your choices, we've gone from, um, and this was, and back when gay marriage was first coming around, I told the Republican Party, hear me out as I connect some dots. I told people in the Republican Party, we would be better off getting out of the marriage business, which is really between me and God as to whether or not my marriage is, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, sanctioned by God and, and biblically based and just called them civil unions. 
if you know two people want to come together and share their property and one wants to leave their pearls to the other one, why is the state getting involved? Well, you know, um, and, and conservatives made it all about marriage. Well, we want to preserve marriage for us. And I said, I'm trying to preserve the United States of America because this is a slippery slope. And if we go down this road, what's next? Because the left is always thinking it's never about the first thing that they say that they want here, right? And we needed to stick with civil with, with civil contracts is what we needed. Any two people should be able to come together and decide how they're gonna they're going to join their property, divide up their money, who's gonna get what when they die. But marriage was a religious designation and the state needed to stay out of it. And and here's my example why, right? Because I said that this would it was not going to end with with gay marriage. It was then going to end because this the LBGT movement would just they needed to pierce they needed to pierce the culture of the United States of America in order. And the, the LBGTQ movement isn't even led. Many of the people leading this movement are not even gay or lesbian, right? What they are is they're, they're Marxists, they're communists, and they see a way to shred the United States of America, right? And this is where we're at now. It started with piercing us and getting acceptance of gay marriage, right? That was the stepping stone. So it, it began with that, and then and and then it, then it always moves to first acceptance, then it's validation. Now you've got to tell somebody that what they're doing is the right thing. Then it's got to move into into forced involvement, right? And that's where we're at. That's that's where we're, that's where we're at in the program, right? We're now into into it being forced on the American people. Then it was forced on onto uh, you know adults culturally, and now it's being forced onto children. This is where we're at. Did I explain that right? No, you did. And, you know, and if people would deny that it's being forced, I would go back to what you just said. Then why are they literally making this all about the kids and having them indoctrinated at every single place they are? Right. If you don't want to hire a transgender person because, you know, your workplace, you don't feel comfortable having a, having a man in a wig in your workplace, you're forced to now. If, you know, um, if uh, there's actually there's actually programs and shows right now and, and, and it's considered to be a hate crime, not not from a legal standpoint, but it's considered to be hate now if a man doesn't want to go out on a date. Um, with a man who's transitioned and now calls himself a woman, that's considered bigoted now. So see, it goes from first we want tolerance, then we want agreement, and then we want participation. And now that for, that participation is now down to kindergarten level. That's where we're at. And now, and and it's also about um, buying votes too, is a part of what it is. Oh, of we're, we're we're in a midterm year. And we've got to change society. We've got to buy as many votes as we can. And this is one way that they're trying to buy votes. All right. Speaking of culture, we're going to take a break. We come back. Elon Musk. I was squishy and not buying. And you were right again. I, I think I was. I think I was right that he was not to be trusted with him buying up Twitter. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Andrea, congratulations on your two hours starting next week, and you'll be happy to know that on the Newsweek feed on my phone today, they had a twenty-four par- twenty to twenty-four paragraph story about the Hunter Biden laptop, and it was pretty complete. It was pretty, pretty pretty straight so you might want to google that and see what it says but uh, i was really pleased to see that the big boys are finally starting to talk about it anyway thanks and continue the great work bye-bye 
Well, thank you, caller, for that. Thank you, caller, for that. Look, yeah, there's the big boys are starting to report. But I'm not sure, you know, I'm not buying many of the people that are saying that they're starting to report because they want to get rid of Biden. No, the the narrative is that the the, the narrative is, is, uh, you know, still that he was some rogue kid and run amok, uh, uh, run amok, and it didn't have anything to do uh, with Joe Biden. So we've got a a story we're going to bring to you guys tomorrow having to do with the grand jury and having to do with Hunter. Um, But no, I'm not buying that the Democrats are trying to get rid of Joe Biden because they got Kamala coming underneath them. So, you know, they they don't know she's just as bad. Right. So they don't have a replacement for Biden. Uh, Absolutely not. So but we've got a story we're going to bring to you guys a little follow up to that caller uh, tomorrow. Um, Okay, Um, in the follow up segment tonight, we're going to give you a little follow up because uh, everybody was super excited and we reported on, I think last night we reported on the fact that Elon Musk has now, he spent, I don't know how many billions, I reported on last night, but I've already forgotten. And you said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, he 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 purchased 9.5% of Twitter. It cost billions to do it. It caused the, the stock price of Twitter to go up. Now he's got even more billions, right? And he now owns like 9.2% of Twitter. And everybody was so excited because a week or so ago he had been you know tweeting out you know kind of asking questions kind of alluding to the fact that do you think Twitter basically is you know um, going that you know basically I can't cuss on air but basically is it is it just like a sewer can it be saved kind of stuff I don't remember what his tweets were but it gave people thinking that when he bought it should I start a new platform and then people like even Poso Jack Posobiec was like no you should buy Twitter and do something about it and then he ended up so he knew what he was doing when he tweeted out that you know what do you think you know you know should I buy Twitter what should I do should I start so he was just he was basically getting attention ahead of buying stock, which raised the price of the stock. I never bought, like a lot of people did, that Elon Musk is this now this new free speech guy. And if he bought up a large percentage of Twitter, and yeah, it's only nine point something percent, but he's still the largest shareholder in Twitter. I said, hold up, you Republicans, we conservatives get all excited and we start connecting dots that aren't there. I said, just because Elon Musk moved his operations to Texas, just because Elon Musk um, tweeted out a couple of things about free speech did not mean that he was going to take over Twitter and suddenly Trump was going to get his account back and suddenly Marjorie Taylor Greene was going to get her account and suddenly Twitter was going to ban the Taliban and restore free speech. Right. Everybody thought that's what was going to happen. Everybody thought that's what was going to happen. Of course, it didn't happen right away. And trending today was hashtag bring back Trump. That began began uh, trending. And um what did he what did Elon Musk tweet about today? He tweeted out about whether or not Twitter should have an edit button. Should have an edit button. So look, um, you know, I, I, I'm not anti Elon Musk, but I think that we as conservatives, I think the lesson here is, is that we have conserved as conservatives need to stop, you know, automatically thinking. I, I, I get the I get the impulse 
because when it comes to our speech, when it comes to culture in this country, when it comes to the fact that we've seen our country so rapidly decline morally and culturally to where, you know, we've got political prisoners in this country and five-year-olds being put on puberty blockers behind their, their, the parents' backs, it's like you're desperate for good news, right? And you're desperate to think that somebody with a high profile and deep pockets is going to suddenly be your savior of, of the country. But we've got to stop just, you know, putting all of our hopes, attaching all of our hopes to an individual on one little, little, you know, um, shining little, you know, whatever here. It shows you how bad it's been because people are doing that. They get a glimmer of hope and they latch onto that and they try and, and make it more than it is. Yeah, absolutely. And we have a tendency to do that. We have a tendency in this country that we're so used. I think conservatives and Republicans are at this point where we're so used to being beaten down. We have and and tell and let me tell you, we have been literally beaten down. I mean, how many people were fired in the past couple of years because they didn't want a shot? How many people? Uh, you know, uh, you know, our friends with somebody that's been persecuted in some way lost their job. I personally know people that have lost their jobs because of their political views. Right. Um, you know, we we have, uh, you know, I sir, I know people I know people right now that are on a no fly list because they just they were actually there with a news crew reporting on January 6th and never went anywhere near anybody uh, who 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 walked into the capitol and they can't get on, get on an airplane right now so i understand the need to feel like we've got somebody with a lo- deep pockets and somebody with a loud voice and a big profile in our corner but i just am not convinced yet that it's elon musk I think that and I know that there's reports coming out about Trump and Truth Social that and I think that they've got some hiccups and I think they've got some issues. But I think we still need to be supporting as soon as truth. You know what? As soon as Truth Social makes it possible for androids, I'm going to open up an account. I am. I, I think that we need to start supporting instead of um, glomming on to somebody over here that hasn't showed that he's true blue to us. Why would we put our energies there? I, I'm hoping that, you know, um, you know, with a social media thing, I'm not saying get off of Twitter. Um, Limit yourself. But well, but I think that we I think that we need to support. I think that we, I'm 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 looking forward to supporting infrastructure. So. I, yeah, I think that we need to we need to be more. And in, that's just more specific. In general, we need to be more discerning as conservatives. We need to be more discerning as we're going into this election year and we're looking at the midterms coming up and we're looking at primary races. We need to not just listen to somebody. Dr. Oz is the perfect example. We need to not listen to somebody just because they've got a name that we we recognize or somebody that we know or somebody who's been around for a while that we're just going to believe, not do any research, not pay attention to anything, not dig deep, not uh, not spend time understanding the issues. Right. And just voting for whoever, you know, has name recognition or whoever somebody's telling us to vote for. We've become so beaten down. It's part apathy and it's part being beaten down. And we've got and if and, and earlier in the show, I was saying, I don't know if it's too late because the FBI and the DOJ is so corrupted and the deep state is so deep and so wide that there's times when I start feeling down like it's unrecoverable. But I refuse to give up. But the way that we're going to take this country back is with our eyes open and it's not being rubes and it's not glomming on to the first sign of hope from somebody who doesn't really give us any real reason for hope to not asking the second and third and the fourth level implications and just reading a headline or just assuming that somebody's in our court because they say something that we like or, or they do one little thing that we like.
And Andrew, I see a lot of people opening their eyes right now, and I'm just, I hope and I pray, I, I literally pray for this uh, all the time, that there's enough people that are opening their eyes to where they can really start paying attention. Well, and one of the things that we need to do is we need to support more people like Ron DeSantis. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to update you guys on what's happening with Ron DeSantis and Disney, because that man knows how to fight. This, By the way, did y'all know that he's a Naval Academy graduate? That's back when we graduated. True pro-American, hardcore, tough dudes that believe in the U.S. Constitution and are not willing to waver from it, right? This is the non-woke dudes from his generation coming out of our military institutions. We're going to talk about that when we come back. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Hi, I just got to say with Romney and uh, these three Republicans voting uh, for the Supreme Court justice nominee. You know, it's really interesting. I wouldn't put it past the left to have Romney actually step up and say, I want to become Democratic and vote Democratic. And the left telling him, no, stay Republican, but still vote Democratic. Just something to think about. Hmm. Disappointing. Yeah, welcome back to tonight's Andrew Cation. That's an interesting question posed by a caller there. Um, basically, you, you, we we talked about this last night, which must be why the caller was calling in. That that three Republicans, Romney, Susan Collins, and Lisa Murkowski, have all said that they're going to vote for a woman that went easy on a a, a rapist of a of a six month old, right? Um, which is um, Katanji Brown Jackson. And that they've all said that they would vote, vote for her. And, and I tweeted out that a vote for, for, for her is a vote for child predators because we know that, that she gave sentences, the most lenient sentences she could give in the guidelines. And they tried to hide some of her cases from, from, uh, the, the hearings, right? And, um, we know that it, 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 these are not rehabilitatable people, right? Child predators and child pornographers and those that traffic in this, they're reoffenders. She put people out on the streets, they're reoffended. She, that makes her, in my mind, responsible for the crime that occurred against these fellow Americans, right? Against children in this country. So if you're going to vote for her, then you're voting for that. You're supporting that. You're saying that I'm okay that this woman put child predators back out on the street who continue to prey upon children, right? So, and so I think that's a good question from the caller saying if we've got these Republicans and Romney is so left, so left and so anti-Trump and anti-MAGA, didn't he? I don't remember if he voted um, for impeachment or not, but you have to wonder, that's a really good question, whether or not are these really, are, are they meant to be there to be spoilers and to spoil the agenda? I think so. So you think that they, they, they're really Democrats and they just pre- are pretending to be Republicans so that they can spoil. Because if she gets three, if she gets three Republican votes. That's all she needs. That, well, yeah. Well, not only does she, I mean, they've got the, uh, the tiebreaker as it is in the split, but by having Republican votes, it legitimizes her. It legitimizes her and takes it away from her being who she is, which is she is an advocate for child predators. She's not an advocate for children. If she was an advocate for children, if she was an advocate for the rule of law in this country, 
And I'm not saying, and, and I don't really want anybody, let, let me let me be clear. I don't want anybody to, to be an advocate from behind the bench. But when you have discretion as a judge, and every case brought before you of, of people engaging in crimes that involve uh, children, and in every case, she gave the minimum to the most to the most vile among them, then that's somebody that I, I that's somebody who I have to be careful what I say here. Um, but, you know, that's that's somebody who is I'm not looking for an advocate on the court, but I'm certainly not looking for somebody that uh, is I'm a, I'm an advocate for the rule of law. But when there's discretion, I want somebody who's going to advocate on behalf of victims. Not advocate on behalf of those that commit crimes, particularly against the least amongst us, one of which was six months old. We've got a caller on the line who wants to weigh in on this. Uh, hey, Mike from Carlsbad. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Hey, Andrea. It's good talking to you again. It's been a while. Oh, disin- uh, oh is this dis- disaffected, Mike? Disaffected, Mike. Yes. Yep. Hello, yep. my dear. What's on your mind? And now you know why. Right. And now you know why I'm so disaffected. It's, it's stuff like this that is just absolutely gut-wrenching to deal with on a national level. We have the left that is, that is, has, has completed their indoctrination and inculcation of the entire American uh, uh, cultural and social fabric. You can see it now with, um, with uh, this latest SCOTUS nominee. I'm not even going to mention her name because it's not worth mentioning. The idea, though, is that she, she, there is written documentation by her in the Senate that says that she does not even believe in natural rights. So why would, why would a person like this believe in, um, in uh, criminalizing pedophilia, child rape, you know, child rape, and things of this nature? It is abundantly clear, without question, that the Democrat Party and the left of the United States in the United States are, are uh, uh, pedophile enablers, they're pedophile tolerant, and they're, and, they're not, and they want, I mean, why is, I mean, ask yourself, why is Disney so upset mm-hmm. that Ron DeSantis about, about, uh, about um, uh, uh, not teaching her children uh, from K through third grade uh, that doesn't even have the word gay in it? Right. Uh, yeah, right. Let's just let's just disaffected Mike. Let's just say it. If you if you want somebody to be talking about sex with a five year old, you're a perv. You're a perv. You got no business being in a classroom. You got no business walking in society, in my opinion. But that's what the left is about right now. That's right. They they the left is all about uh, uh, being uh, not even ambivalent. They're simply enablers of deviancy, degeneracy and degradation. Because that's, that's how, but, and let's connect those dots, disaffected Mike. That's how you destroy the United States of America, which, which right. was the greatest country in the history of the world. And why? Because it was founded on Judeo-Christian principles that your rights come from God, not from man. The belief that there that's is man right. and there is woman and, and, and that our, our uh, well, I just said it, rights come from God. I'm, I'm up against a break. We're ending the show. Thank no you problem. so much for calling in. Appreciate you Talk so much. Her. Yeah, I was going to talk about Governor DeSantis, but I'm glad I stayed on on this topic here because it's so important and and thank you guys so much Uh, we're going to keep the conversation rolling y'all know I'm on all the socials you know I'm going to be back here from 6 to 8 p.m. tomorrow again two hours can you handle it can you stand it
<laughs> Tomorrow, actually, we've got candidate for sheriff who's going to be on the show. And there's a lot of controversy happening right now around this sheriff's race. And so you're going to definitely want you San Diegans. That's going to be in our second hour tomorrow. You're going to definitely want to stay tuned for that because, you know, we're advocates for the rule of law. And the rule of law in this case not just involves crimes happening on the streets, but also our rights as citizens when it comes to our bodies and when it comes to shots and with masking and all of that. And of course, we're going to also bring you all the hot topics of the day. That's tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Love you all. 844-814-5227 is the 24-hour AK comment line. Give us a shout. Let us know what's on your mind. Peace out. See you tomorrow. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.